Hello everybody, you listen to J Movie Talk, episode 286, as I'll be talking the movie Super Cop. In the crime capital of the world, where an army of criminals has taken over, there's never a cop around when you need one. But when this cop's around... is all you need. But now, outnumbered and outgunned, even the toughest of cops could use a little help. Continuing on with May Action Month, Jackie Chan Month on the podcast, and I am back to talk about Super Cop from 1992, which of course stars the one day only Mr. Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh. Um, before I get into talking about the movie, just want to talk about real quick um, how this is another pairing of Jackie Chan and Stanley Tong. Um, they've done a few movies together up to this point. Oh, well, a lot of movies, I should say, up to this point. Um, they are a great duo. Jackie Chan is the star. Stanley Tong is the director. And I feel like they have a great working relationship. Um, Stanley Tong also is a stunt person himself. So him and Jackie Chan, of course, got along great because Jackie does his own stunts. And Stanley Tong was like, well... I do stunts too, and I'm not going to let you do a stunt that I don't feel comfortable with doing. So he would do stunts as well in the movies, and he would get hurt, just like Jackie would get hurt. So they was always operating with something wrapped up, strapped up, casted up, and everything. But, um, yeah, I just think that they have a great working relationship. I mean, I talked about them, of course. uh, Well, I didn't really talk too much about the pairing of them in um, Rumble in the Bronx, the last episode. But I did feel like I need to mention that on this episode since Stanley Tong is like his director. It's almost like um, um, Chow Yun-Fat and um, John Woo in a way. Just a, I would say a more comedic uh, version of those two, whereas Chow Yun-Fat and and John Woo had more of that serious tone when it came to their movies together. Jackie Chan and Stanley Tong, they have more of a lighthearted comic uh, aspect to their movies, which worked. I mean, it, it worked great um, and everything. And this movie, even though it is a Jackie Chan movie, but 
let's not make no mistake. This is a Michelle Yeoh movie. Um, she came out of retirement to do this movie. Uh, the last movie she did before this um, was in 1987. So five years had passed and some way, somehow they got her to come out of acting retirement. And in a way, that's a great thing because look at what she went on to do after this. Um, she started in the sequel to this, Super Cop 2. That's one thing. Uh, a few years later, she does um, a James Bond movie, um, Tomorrow Never Dies with Pierce Brosnan. So she's a Bond girl. I mean, she does Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, I mean, just all the stuff that she shows up in. And then, of course, here this year, she wins her first Oscar. So if just think about it. If she never came out of acting retirement, we don't get all the awesome stuff that she go on to do, you know, because of this movie. And Super Cop is looked at as probably one of the best action movies ever. And I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk a lot about this movie because I had a lot of fun actually rewatching this movie, and it was one of the reasons I wanted to do this movie um, for this month. Not only because it was a Jackie Chan movie; it's one of my favorite action movies. It's one of my favorite Jackie Chan action movie, but it's really the movie that made me a Michelle Yeoh fan. Actually, um, even though the first movie I actually saw her in was Tomorrow Never Dies, but seeing her in this i was like yeah like she's dope and it's kind of funny how there was always like this running joke of where uh michelle yo was considered to be jackie chan's sister and i think it's because of this movie and everything because you know how some people are especially with import movies we probably figured oh well she really is his sister and everything because i remember for like a long time i was always saying that well michelle yo is really jackie chan's sister um and everything so getting in talking about this movie um movie kicks off with uh super cop chan kenneth chan played by jackie chan he, he comes pulling up to um the police headquarters in hong kong and he's riding on a motorcycle and everything he got his little uh, canadian tuxedo you know his little jean jacket fit and everything he walking around like he hot shit he walks in and he overhears some of the bosses talking about the uh, streets needing more super cops like him, basically, you know, to fight the crime because the crime is just getting insane. So they need more super cops really out there on the streets. So one of the funniest thing about if you watch the Stanley Tong movie, Jackie Chan movies, you will always kind of see good old Uncle Bill <laughs> in various roles. And he's always showing up. As Jackie Chan's uncle. I mean he plays his uncle. In Rumble in the Bronx. Even though the character disappears. And never is seen again. Which kind of sort of happens here. At, certain, at, a, at one point too. But it kind of makes a little bit more sense. In this story. Because this movie is always moving forward. Whereas Rumble in the Bronx. It, it pauses a lot. And it's like. Why the man never came back. And the ending of the movie. Is, is kind of ridiculous too. Where it's just like. Yeah, we ran over the bad guy in that movie. But yeah, if you watch these movies enough, you'll see good old Uncle Bill is always involved in some way, form, or fashion. And he's basically like the same character in every movie, which is funny. Um, and everything. So uh he basically 
tell Chan like, yeah, you're gonna be going to uh, going to China, and you're gonna be you know teaming up with the military liaison there, and you know, so basically you're going because you're gonna be going deep undercover. So he's like, all right, I guess. So Chan has to go tell his girlfriend. You know, he's gonna be gone for a month, and at first she's not too happy about it. Um, and everything, but because, you know, he has that charm and everything, it's like, oh, she's like, okay with it, even though she's a, she's a, uh, tourist guide and everything like that. So, um, he arrives in China, um, and everything, and he gets to the military HQ, which is completely different from the police headquarters, and it's more, you know, you know, a 10 hunt type stuff, and he just kind of walking around looking, and everybody kind of looking at him like, who the hell is this dude? And everything. So when he first walks in, the people that's in charge there, they start grilling him about his background and they can't believe like they looking at his his resume and they looking at him like, Are you sure you you you're who you say you are? Cause what we read in here and what we see in the view here is like two completely different things. It's not so much said, but it's just the way they kinda giving him this side eye. Like, are you really inspected you know you really this uh, inspector chan that that we didn't heard about the super cop and everything so they're like all right so we're gonna take you to meet our inspector yang and everything so when when chan is taken to meet yang he's thinking that oh it's gonna be this guy that he's meeting and that's when we is introduced to inspector jessica yang played by michelle yo and from the very get-go Chan is lost in the sauce with with Yang. It's almost he forgets that he has a girlfriend because he's just like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." And how does how does the military have someone so beautiful as you and everything? And she just like, "We knock it off." And it's like just just imagine like all the nonsense that she's probably heard about her beauty and her being in the military and stuff like that. And here, here this jackass coming along, basically doing the same thing that these other dudes have been doing to her probably for who knows how long. So, um, Yang basically shows Chan around the training facility and she kind of puts him on the spot, you know, just trying to see, okay, let me see exactly what you got. You probably be the super cop. And it's kind of funny. And it's almost like a running thing in Jackie Chan movies. Um, for the most part is where he has to prove that he really got hands. I mean, we know he got hands, but it's like, there has to be a scene that proves like, yeah, he really got hands. And we get this whole supposed to be a demonstration with him and one of the trainers uh, at the military facility. And this is like where the, one of the reasons why I think Jackie Chan is and what he is and the reason why people enjoy him so much is because you think because it's like he's never now see he know he has hands, which is funny. He know he has hands, but he kind of playing it like he really, you know, like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I'm not too sure this dude might beat me up or something. And the dude getting his, uh, you know, his stance and everything. And Chan looking like, oh, shit. He's like, all right, I guess. And everything. So right before they go to fight, Chan, he kind of like, he kind of like feeling him out. So he moving from side to side. It's almost like he like a boxer in a way because his fight stance is more like a boxer fight stance. So when Buddy, you know, gets in his fighting stance and everything, Chan kind of looks at him. He looks over at Chan, then he looks back at him. He gives that, uh, 
like the little wink at him and everything and do like huh and then they start going at it and it's like oh chan really got hands and it's like chan kind of starts taking it serious when buddy hits him and everything he's like okay let me get really into this so it's like even though chan has this kind of lackadaisical you know kind of you know yeah lackadaisical type of attitude about itself it's like he he knows how to get serious when he needs to get serious and buddy started like really testing him so it's like he kind of had to show like he, he got hands just as much if not even more so than this dude and the fight kind of comes to a stop where he really is like okay let me let me let, let's stop before somebody really get hurt before i end up probably killing this dude so he's like oh come on come come, come show me well, how, how does this thing work so and they because they were showing like the dudes like spinning on these wheels and everything and it's like why the hell do they even have these wheels and everything so he's like okay yeah get inside i'll push it for you and dude pushes it and chan goes rolling out the damn thing and ends up flipped out the thing landed into a tree just hanging and the soldiers they walking by looking like who is this jackass basically um but I, that's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie um is that whole fight scene just like chan proving like yeah he really got hands and everything so um the whole thing is that uh yang and chan they're going undercover to help uh this well-known uh gangster uh panther escape from this uh mining prison that he is basically the quint dickie mining company but over in uh china's where he at basically so they go undercover and the guys that are originally going to get him or his real guys, they go inside and they do. They kind of they get Panther. They slip him out in this uh, in this cold truck that they driving. But when they get to the gate, the guard, he's like, you know, the drill, like, put stop this truck. Like, don't don't act stupid. Like, you know, we still got to check the truck. Like, but man, there ain't nothing but, ain't nothing but cold back there. Like, there ain't nothing back there. But the dog is barking. So, like, all right, come on. So they go back. Dude takes out the little bayonet thing and starts stabbing into the saying dude gets nervous and he tells um tells Panther to get out. So Panther comes up out the, the dirt and everything and right when they're about to basically get Panther, that's when Chan he comes out of nowhere and takes out the guard, which allows him and him and Panther to start running away. Dude that was originally there to get Panther looking shook and almost get attacked by the dog. He takes off running behind him and he gets shot in the back by uh, Inspector Yang, which allows Chan and Panther to get away and and everything. And then we get this like chasing in the prison and they trying to get out. And Chan is kind of confused because he don't really know which way to go. And the guards are like right on their back almost, but they end up slipping around and going another way and they get to the top of this mountain and and panther asked him like like what are you looking around for and he's like it's supposed to be a bridge here and everything well where's the damn bridge so they see like this damn like little pole thing like supposed to slide across it's like a chance like it's supposed to be a bridge here a bridge my ass and everything so they get on this thing and they go sliding down zip lining down and then they literally because they're going so fast the thing stops where it's supposed to but the force is too strong that they flip and like fall down damn near on their heads basically and they get away and this actually allows panther to feel like he can trust chan 
at least his undercover idea of who he is. I forget exactly what his name is supposed to be. But Panther's like, look, you come with me to China. You come, no, you come with me to uh, Hong Kong and I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars and everything. And Chan's like, all right, I guess. And so he was like, okay, I'll go with you. So they end up leaving and everything. They meet up with some of uh, Panther's other crew. And when they go, it's like, okay, well, we're going on the way. We'll stay in the village where you from. And that'll give you time to meet up with, you know, with old, you know, with family and everything. And it's funny because when they get to the, the town where, uh, Chan is supposed to be from, um, he's like confused because he really don't know. Okay, like what is going on? But then see, his little kid runs up. Uh, Shane, that's his name. Shane, he he, that's his name. So it's like Shane, you're, you're home and everything. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is my nephew, my nephew and everything. It's like, come, you know, everyone's looking to see you and and like say Chan almost blows it because he just confused at this point. He's like, what the fuck is going on, really? But you find out that you got this, like, basically everybody's in on, you know, pretending to be Shane's parents and their, you know, family and everything. Cause his auntie, his uncle, you know, his, his mother is there, which is Uncle Bill in disguise as his mother. And, and, uh, Yang is there pretending to be his sister and everything. And at first, Panther, he, he's kind of like infatuated with her and everything. And it just, it's just funny, like how they all like meet up. And like, say, if you, if you watch the movie and you see how Chan just it really just kind of was getting by off of vibes really with this and everybody else kind of having to lead him through this whole scenario. Um, and everything. So, um, the whole thing was like, okay, well, uh, Panther's gonna take uh Shane and his sister out, you know, to a restaurant and they're gonna have dinner and everything. So they go out and Panther and his crew, they almost get caught by the cops. Well the dumbass some of these dumbass cops basically. But they end up fighting and get into a big brawl and everything. And it showed Yang, she basically has to show that she got hands too. And because they actually do get captured because the cops had these doggone stun guns and they literally about to take them away. But she ends up getting them out of it. And Panther, he's like, oh, my God. Like, who is like, man, your sister got hands? Like, damn. All right. So she ends up getting them out of there. And she actually tells the uh, police captain, like, about them being undercover and says that, no, they need to get away because them getting away helps the case and everything. So he he allows for them to get away and makes it seem like Yang actually killed him and everything. So what? Okay. So one of the funniest things about the movie is that every time, like when he first meet, when Panther first meet, um, Shane as Chan, um, and after he gets him out of prison, he's like, Hey, you're really good. And everything like you really good, man. Like, yeah, I, I need somebody like you. And then he says the same thing when, uh, Yang gets them out of the whole trouble at the bar. And it's like Panther's crew is kind of is, is some scrubs, really. I mean, they, his crew really ain't got no hands. And it's like Chen and and Yang basically 
are the best people that he's come across. So, of course, he wanted them to be down with them. And the fact that they don't realize, you know, well, not that they don't realize, but the fact that they are better fighters than these supposed to be gangsters and everything. And so looking at it from Panther's point of view, he's like, yeah, I need more people like y'all because my crew ain't shit. My crew couldn't get, get me out of, couldn't get me out of prison. My crew couldn't get me out of this, this nonsense that happened at this, uh, this, this restaurant. Say, but y'all did. It's like, yeah, I want y'all to be. So it's like, okay, y'all gonna come with me. Y'all gonna come with me to meet my brother in Hong Kong. So Panther gets Chan and Yang and take them back to Hong Kong. And then he introduces them to his brother, Shabbat. And it's funny when they first meet his brother is like, he looks at them. He's like, man, they cops, man, get rid of them. Like, like, like really like mysteriously, they get, he gets you out of this, uh, you know, this, this, this high, high force prison camp. He gets you out of there and then they get you out of this, uh, thing that happened at this restaurant, man. Get rid of, like, kill them and get them out of here because they cops and everything. So Panther looking confused and Shabbat was kind of serious. But then when they basically fight off some of Shabbat's goons and then they about to leave and Shabbat's like, hey, I'm just joking. Like, look. Like, hey, you can't be too sure these days and everything like that. And he's like, oh, I like y'all. Like, y'all good people. All right. I try, I can, I can, I can rock with y'all. Cause again, a lot of they crew is shaky at best. So it's like, dang, these are the best people that we get to see. So yeah, we want these people to be a part of our crew. And it's like, they probably was thinking like, man, no cops, cops don't fight like y'all fight. So clearly y'all have to be legit. But I think it's just funny how Shabbat really did basically you know tagged them for who they really are off the bat even though he didn't really know that they was cops but he just because he's like the damn joker in this movie i mean i'm gonna talk more about shabbat but the man is basically like the damn joker because some of the stuff that he do here is very joking especially even towards the end of the movie it's like this is clearly something that the joker would do so um so Chan and Yang, they basically, you know, gains Shabbat's trust and even more gains more Panther's trust. And so Shabbat, he, he takes everybody to Malaysia, which ironically in real life, that's where Michelle Yeoh is from Malaysia. And he's meeting up with his general and everything because his whole thing is he wants to have, he, he got to get his wife to escape from uh, from prison. And basically, his wife is uh, named May, and I'm going to refer to her as his Harley Quinn. That's what I'm saying, like the Joker, because the plans that he comes up with is basically like something that the Joker would come up with if Harley Quinn was was captured and they have to get, you know, basically escape from, get her, you know, to escape from prison. This is some Joker shit that he got going on. So... You know, and everything. And the reason why I say that Chan, uh, Shabbat is basically like the Joker is because when they go and meet with this, this, uh, army, like this army general and everything, and they, like, they not really trusting Shabbat anymore. And Shabbat's like, you think I come in here without a, you know, without a fail safe, basically. And he basically tells them that the vest that he has, uh, Yang wearing, you know, if they shoot it, 
we all die like in everything so you get this whole crazy ass like gunfight scene and it's more of michelle yo and jackie chan basically showing like yeah they got hands and also even though it's serious but it's also funny at the same time because when everybody kind of gets split off and it's just chan and yang and they arguing at the same time while they shooting and she got this dog on Vesca. She thinking if she gets shot, that nobody's going to shoot her because they do. The whole damn place is going to blow up because he got it rigged a certain type of way. And they just like getting into it each other. She get a machine gun, starts trying to shoot. And because the weight of the vest is so heavy, she ends up falling and, and freaking Chan has to catch her and everything. And let's say it's just one of them funny type of things that happen. So after all of that, the army general is like, all right, like we we good at everything, and then him and Shabbat they go up and get on the helicopter and leave, and like break. And before they leave, that's when he tells uh, Panther to bring Chan and Yang to uh, to Malaysia, you know, for the the real job that they got going on. So they end up going to Malaysia, and Chan and Yang both are like, "The hell exactly are we doing here? Like, what exactly is going on?" So they. They're staying at this hotel and that's where Chan girlfriend comes back into play because like I said earlier that she's a she's like a tour tour guide and everything for tourists. And she ends up seeing Chan and Yang together and thinking that they got something going on and they kind of trying to stop her from blowing their cover. Even when Panther comes up and trying to figure out who exactly she is and everything. And then she gets, uh, the girlfriend gets tossed in the pool. Panther's like, well, he walks over. It's like, Hey, well, if he don't want you, I'll have you. And then she gets pissed with, then he bops on the head, pushes her back, tosses a friend in the pool and everything. And they just leave. And it's just like the funniest thing ever. But the girlfriend, because she's oblivious to what's going on, even though, at the beginning of the movie, when he told her that he's going away on assignment, everyone knows that that's what he's doing. But when she sees him there, it's like because she see him with a woman, her natural intuitive thoughts take over, not thinking rationally until she see him later on. And he tells her, like, I'm undercover. You almost blew my cover like you can't do this. So because of this, um, she is with one of her friends and they on the elevator talking and she is telling her friend this while they're on the elevator not realizing that one of shabbat's goons uh peter is on the elevator too and he overhears the whole thing so he ends up grabbing her and they basically go along they still going along with this whole plan because the whole plan is is that okay we're going to get basically break May out of jail, just like how they did with Panther. They going to break her out of jail. But this is a little bit more complex because this is federal prison that she and they, the way they have her is completely different. How they had Panther at this prison where it was easy to kind of break in and get him out of there. This is going to take a little bit more skill to do. So uh, doing the whole escape. This is where Panther and his goons, they double cross Chan and Yang because they used them enough to get May out of prison. 
But then they let Chan know that they got his girl and they also like they're going to kill her and everything. So it becomes this whole thing of where now everybody's kind of chasing everybody. And we get this whole elaborate car chase on the street um, and just Shabbat. He comes in in his helicopter shooting a damn grenade launcher like i say he's just like the damn joker at this point it's basically like the joker trying to help harley quinn escape in suicide squad this is basically what it's almost like um and everything so we get this crazy car chase yang almost dies like twice and when i say yang i mean michelle yo almost died like twice um so they trying to escape panther he escapes with me um him and peter well him peter and me they escape and Chan is like chasing after them. Yang is trying to catch back up to him and everything. They end up getting on top of this roof and they kind of have this little fight and everything. Peter gets, gets taken out. Panther, he gets kicked in the head and flips off the roof onto his head. So I think he's, he's supposed to be dead. I mean, we never get confirmation, but the way he flips off that roof and the way he lands is like, yeah, he's dead basically. So Panther and Peter, they got the pain. Well, we know for a fact Peter dies because Chan actually tosses him through um through this roof and down this whole building and everything. So we know that he dies. Panther, on the other hand, is kind of iffy whether or not he's dead. We're supposed to assume that he's dead, but we don't really know for a fact that he's dead. So uh May ends up getting onto the helicopter with with Shabbat. And as the as the helicopter's taken off, Chan he jumps onto the ladder that's attached to the to the helicopter we get this whole crazy uh where chan is basically like batman and he's holding on and of course jackie chan did this stunt for real as they fly in this damn thing and he's holding on to this ladder that's attached to this helicopter and shabbat he says well let's get rid of him so they start trying to sling him around make him bump into uh the buildings he doesn't fall so it's like take him down to the train tracks let the train hit him basically so he does that and fortunate enough for chan uh he's able to get on top of the train as he get on top of the train and lets go the ladder of the, of the helicopter it ends up getting attached to like one of the hooks on the on the um train which forces shabbat's pilot to have to land on the plane so then we get this crazy fight that's going on on the on the on top of this train with the helicopter on it Yang, she ends up catching up and does this crazy motorcycle stunt where she lands on top of the motor, uh, lands the motorcycle on top of the train. Michelle Yo actually did this stunt herself in real life, um, and everything. So you get this whole crazy fight going on on top of this train. The goons get taken out, and then because May almost falls, Yang tries to save her, and as she's, they both slipping and falling. Uh, Chan, he comes over and is trying to pull them up. Now, Shabbat, this tells you just how crazy Shabbat is. He re- he knows that May went off the side. He knows that Yang is holding on to May. He knows that Chan is holding on to Yang, who's holding on to May. And he still goes there and he's trying to flip Chan off the side of the damn train and everything. So it's basically, he's trying to kill all of them, really. But fortunate enough, because as they're going through, um, like this little thing that's on the train tracks, the helicopter gets, um, gets destroyed and it's blowing up. 
which forces they go flip it off the side. Shabbat he ends up getting caught up in the explosion of the helicopter and he's killed and everything. And basically everybody is left and they sitting on top of the train. And May she's like, right, well, since y'all saved my life, I guess I'll be going back to prison, I guess. Oh, uh, so I'm gonna give y'all the Swiss bank account numbers and y'all can have all the money that Shabbat had that and that's the reason why she was basically in prison, because she was taking an L for him, basically. And that's how the movie ends. The movie ends basically on top of the train with Chan and Yang arguing about who gets jurisdiction over this money. Either it's, it's Hong Kong or it's China. And that's in the movie ends with that. And of course you get the famous montage of all the outtakes and injuries of stuff that happened throughout the course of the movie. Um, and things like that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a uh, super cop. Uh, I do recommend, of course, watching this movie. Um, if you can find it, um, I actually had to rent it on Amazon Prime because it wasn't streaming actually anywhere. Um, so you could rent it and everything, but it's well worth it. Um, and everything because it is an enjoyable watch, I feel. Um, I do find it interesting because similar to Rumble in the Bronx, uh, the endings of these movies are kind of shaky at best. Uh, they, they end very abrupt. There's like no, no true final scene like how most movies have a true final scene this movie does just like rumble and bronze doesn't have a real final scene it's like okay it ends with them on the train just arguing with each other and that's it um and everything so uh if i had to rate this movie out of five grenade launchers uh i would give it a solid four out of five i mean it is it's a fun movie um even like I said, even though this is a it's Jackie Chan, but Michelle Yo, she gets a lot of shine in this movie um, and everything. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite character, it probably would be it probably be Panther, just because he is like the only one that is. I mean, he's he he's a mad. I mean, he's not a madman because his brother is the true madman and everything. But he's just true to who he is. He isn't pretending to be something that he's not. He just you know who he is and everything. And he kind of plays once his brother comes into play. He does kind of play second fiddle to his brother. But in a lot of ways, he could have been the one really as the main villain. Really, even I guess they wanted somebody a little crazier than him, basically. Um, and that kind of goes without saying, not saying that, cause I mean, it, it'd been too easy if I don't say Jackie Chan or Michelle Yeoh's characters as my favorite. So I was going with somebody that was not one of them. So that's the reason why I'm going with Panther, um, in a way, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's a uh, super cop. Um, and everything. Um, thank you everybody for listening to this episode. I know this is somewhat of a short episode, just like the last episode. Um, not trying to go through every detail with these movies because I really would hope hopefully everyone's checking out these movies um as I'm talking about because there's just some stuff that you just have to kind of see and there's a lot of action stuff that goes on in these movies so it doesn't make sense to kind of talk about the action action stuff is more it's best to be seen most opposed to me kind of talking about it 
um and everything but like i said i just have fun talking about these movies and also going back and revisiting some of these movies because i haven't seen rumble in the bronx i think i said on the last episode probably since the 90s and i haven't seen super cop from beginning to end probably since the early 2000s um and everything so yeah this is kind of cool to kind of go back and revisit these movies um of course you can follow me on the twitter at my personal page the j giles or the movies um page uh j movie talk also on instagram at jmt podcast um you can find all of the movie talk episodes a part of tv zone podcast network uh wherever you listen to your podcast just type in it's tv zone podcast network on all platforms um you can hear all the movie talk episodes and all the other podcasts that are part of the network um but to make everything easier for you you can just go to the website www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com um and everything and like i say that's pretty much it for this episode and i will be back to close out this month with police story that is what i'll be ending in jackie chan's make action month with movie police story which is ironic because i've never actually seen the first police story i've seen police story 2 but i've never seen police story don't ask me how that happened but it happened so i'm that's one of the reasons why i want to see it for this month just so i can have police story under my cap as well once again thank everybody for listening i will catch you guys next time peace